Thank you for joining us for this episode of Casually Hardcore. Casually Hardcore is a proud member of the WOW Radio Network. You can join us on the web at www.wcradio.com. While you're there, you can click on the chat button and join us in Internet Relay Chat. You can also click on the forum button and join our bulletin board system. You can also click on the shows button to investigate the other fine shows on the WOW Radio Network. Please also click on the Donate button and learn how you can contribute to keeping the station up and running and allowing us to improve the quality of our shows in an ongoing fashion. If you wish to participate in today's show, you can join us in Internet Relay Chat, or you can email the show at ch at wcradio.com or casuallyhardcore at wcradio.com. And now, on with the show. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, Tuesday, April 8th, 2008. This is Casually Hardcore with myself, Gnomewise. And I, Gwenora. And sadly, there is no third voice this evening. Slash cry. Slash cry, slash boo, slash who. My honey is far, far away. And we are without our eye light, and I am fiddling with the wrong knobs. Yes. My wife is out of town, and I'm fiddling with knobs. <laughs> Not wow, that didn't take long. No, did. no, it did not. <sighs> I fail. It wasn't me this time, I swear. Whatever. So, yes, uh, my loving wife is traveling, and I believe we'll also be traveling for next week's show as well. Wow, we get to batch it for two in a row? Yeah. This do. could be highly entertaining. Why am I afraid? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... The seed of corruption has been planted. Why, yes, it has. So good of you to notice. You don't play a warlock. No, no, I don't. Corrupting poison or something, I don't know. So, welcome to Casually Hardcore. Uh, as usual, in the IRC channel, we have the amazing Muggy. Ooh, good Muggy. Our very own Monkey. We have full containment this evening, thankfully. <laughs> That's a good thing. We should have a minimum of... And the show should be able to proceed apace. I have a few general WoW Radio-related announcements to put out there. There's also some things on the front page. We'll put some things in the forums to support these as well. But the short story is, we want your music. If you are an artist that produces great music, or if you know someone who you think could do with some additional promotion... We want to play your music on the 24-7 stream in between our rebroadcast shows, and we will happily put little tags on them that uh, direct people to your website or wherever they can purchase your music, and all we ask is some kind of agreement in writing that we have the permission to play your music to our heart's content for non-commercial reasons um, until you decide you wish to give us another piece of paper that says you don't want us to do it anymore. And after you listen to our shows, that may be a very rapid thing. <laughs> but we hope not. We hope not. But we are looking to flesh out the 24-7 server, but specifically with music that has nothing to do with the RIAA. 
We do wish to do royalty-free. We will happily promote your high-quality, great music. Oh, yes. And all day long and all night long. Hopefully we'll be buried in responses. Please send requests for information or samples of music to music at wcradio.com. We've established that email address. As we move forward, if it becomes necessary for us to open up an FTP site for you to send lots and lots of said tracks, and we will do that for now. Uh, within the restrictions of what you can fit onto, uh, say, a Gmail attachment, send us samples of your work and... Uh, let us know what you're looking for from the relationship. Similarly, any of you budding or not so budding, even established artists out there who would be interested in submitting art uh, to help us repopulate the WOW Radio store with uh, fun and amusing T-shirts, mugs, buttons, that kind of thing for the various shows on WOW Radio. Casually Hardcore first, of course. Of course. Um, please uh, send... Information to gnomewise at wcradio.com if you're interested in pursuing sending some art samples in to have us plaster on uh, consumer goods to spread the great word about WOW Radio to the masses. And we never did hear, you know, who actually made that Gnomewise is my daddy t-shirt. But if we can get good... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. A good cartoon rendering of uh, Gnomewise in his, like, his full... Uh, what was the, the Rogue Geary love so much? Dark Mantle. The full Dark Mantle set. Uh... With Gnomewise is my daddy. That, that would make a fine t-shirt and a fine beer stein, I think. What do you think? I, I think it would. So, musicians and artists, both artists, but uh, graphical artists, uh, we're interested in hearing from you if you wish to be part of the WOW Radio team. The So, for the musical people, music at WCRadio.com. For the graphical people, Gnomewise at WCRadio.com. So, what's been going on in the world of Warcraft in the last week or so? Besides the patch? Yeah, pretty much a lot of people playing the patch. New uh, content for the win! Yes. Uh, there's some hot fixes in there that made things like the bombing run um, one whole heck of a lot yes. easier to deal with. I've noticed that, uh, especially with that in with the, uh, the new um, daily quest that I experienced yesterday. No, Sunday night. Maybe it was yesterday. I don't remember. The days are all running together. Um, it made it much easier to do that, mostly because I think there were fewer people doing it. That I helps, too. It took a maximum of two peop- or two runs for me to get it done, which warmed me immensely. I yeah. was very happy about that. They appear to have reduced the hit points on some of the mobs. Excuse yes. me. Yes, and, and case you're made, it easier, made it easier to do. I, the most I had to go through was... Twice. Yeah, two hits in the Pit done. Lords, uh, one hit. They, and they I think on the Eridar Sorcerers, and yeah. and the same with the uh, with the uh, Wrath dudes. with the Wrath dudes. I can't remember what their name were. Um, and I like the new quests as well. Yeah, our, our there's almost ten. There's almost ten just in Shattered Sun. Yeah, between the Armory and the uh, original buildings, so it makes it really actually quite nice. Yes, and the. Your server may or may not be to this phase yet, but our server has gone to phase three, so we are working on the anvil. We've taken yes. the armory, uh, so we have a new bombing quest. We go out and bomb the harbor. Bomb to Haba. Bomb to Haba. That one's actually fun. That one's pretty easy, too. Well, I, what I love doing, I do the fishing daily quests as well, and typically in the little bag of tricks you get from the return that you get some elixirs of water walking. So, oh, yeah, I saw somebody doing that the other day back from the boats. I was like, yeah. oh, wait a minute. 
What's you know, I love the druid wandering by water walking. What the hell is that druid doing up there? Yeah. Haha, do your fishing quests. So, yeah, lots of uh, patch 2.4 goodness. Um, had several people in our guild who have already managed to get exalted with Shattered Sun Offensive. I think I'm still on Honored. I'm halfway... Th- Li- almost, I'm almost halfway to I, exalted. I'm out, well, I'm almost halfway to honored. I but I haven't been playing nearly as much as some of you guys have. But you well, get good, uh, good uh, faction numbers when you do the daily quests. Yeah. So it's just a matter of doing them a little more often, and I'll get there. Yeah, it's been. It's, I try and sneak on over lunch or something, and try and just do just all the dailies to max out the faction. I also looked kind of closely at it and realized when I hit revered, I got most of the stuff that I want. Because that's revered is where most of the jewel crafting recipes were. Right, I have to go to Exalted to get the alchemy recipes, especially for the stones. Which it seems that they have a nasty habit of doing that. Everything for alchemy is Exalted, which irritates me to no end. So Blizzard, you need to fix that. Yeah. In fact, we there should be what dropping would you like to punctuate that that sentiment? Ah, uh, I don't know. Well, we can go question. with the obvious. I'm going to slay all of you. Or I have more. Ah, no, no. We, want to, we want to bend them to our will. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Fix that. Okay. So the... There is a very nice tanking neck piece that comes with Exalted that I'm kind of looking forward to, but not so much when I'm killing my... I kind of killed myself to get to Revered because there was like nine bunches or ten bunches things I could get. Bunches, yeah. They give you a nice retirement gift. They give you a big bundle full of goodies that had some nice stuff in it. Oh, well, that's good. That, and it's still nice... The Shattered Sun Offensive satchels you get as rewards for a lot of these quests still have that percentage chance of having a badge of justice in them, which is... I finally got one. Yay! Yay! I was very happy. You don't suck after all. No, I don't. Now, if you're... Not that I ever did to begin with, but that's another story. Back up the truck there. If you're gauging whether or not you suck on a random dice roll by a computer, seek therapy. Yes, very much so. And as usual, the drinking light is on this evening. Where's me drink? Oh, there's me drink! question is, did we bother to turn the guardian light on? I thought we did, but... I believe the guardian light is on, as usual. That's good. I was just down there, and it wasn't dark, so... That would be a good indication that the light is actually on. Um, I'm reacquainting myself with the uh, the drinkable delights of the American light lager. The the much... Uh, maligned. Maligned, and, and for no really good reason. Life is too short for light beer. It's not light beer. It's just the American light lager. Okay. Lighting color. Light is too short for crappy beer. Life is too short for bad beer. Yes. That is definitely a safe I to live I usually by. choose to use another word with it, but this is a family-friendly show most of the yes. time, so I'm not going to use that word. Oh, and to all you people who were writing things backwards in IRC earlier, I say to you, backwards words, say to you, sty. Again, go I there. Crap, oh. Figure it out. For yourselves. So, here we are, doing Casually Hardcore, and we're suddenly less funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we are. I know. Adam, the police officer, said you need to drink more. We'll think we're more funny. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm yes, not sure we the will. listeners will. <laughs> <clears throat> we'll find out if our ratings on Dig suddenly go down. Yeah, spiraling and, down, and, and we start getting one stars on iTunes. Yeah, uh, don't steer away. Oh yes, God, do not do that again. Yes. All right. So, what are we going to talk about tonight? I believe we are going to do the Masters of Five, Magister's Terrace. And somewhere, Sheep Toucher is screaming in agony. Why? Because we're doing Masters of Five again. Yes! And I'm are. totally good with that. And somewhere out there, my <laughs> wife is screaming in agony because I'm doing the radio voice. And she's not here <laughs> to stop me. And I'm not going to because I know how much it irritates your wife. 
And she's not here to hit us. You're an evil, evil man. I am. Oh, speaking of, we should probably explain why I'm not married yet. I'm not touching that with a 10-meter cattle prod. Thank you. However, we do have an email to read. Oh, yes, we do. I'll let you handle this. This one begins, I miss you. Hey, Gnome, Gwen, and Nemesis. It's me, Iolite. I'm a longtime radio show deliverer, first-time writer. That's an L-T-R-S-D-F-T-W. That's got to be a little surreal. I just want to drop you all a line and say, I miss you. As you know, I am in Vegas doing evil work stuff for far too many hours every day. Don't know what your topic is tonight, but I'm sure you will deliver it with flair and panache. Make me proud. Ooh. Oh, God, we fail. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and can you tell me how the opening of Keldanas Island is going on Ice Crown? And did you take down Kael'thas yet? E, e, e. Yes, I have. No smacks tonight, just hugs all around. Hang in there. I'm home soon for my stopover. Always. Iolite, level 70, Resto Druid, Ice Crown, U.S. P.S. Give Nemesis a hug and a kiss for me. And yes, I expect you to read this on the air. Ooh, voice of command. Wives have that. Yes, uh, so I've been told. Yes, I expect you to read this on the air. <laughs> That's good. That's very good. I like that. Now, thousands of our listeners just then are now attempting to read something on the air because I used wife voice on them. Yes, you did. Kiss hug, kiss hug. Thank you, Io. We miss you, too. Yes, we do. Oh, I'm going all cross. I think I have the resolution set too high on this laptop. Or I'm getting old and blind. Or both. Both. I'm what do they with, say? I'm going to go with both. As you get older, two things go. Your memory and... The hell, I forget the other one. Yeah, I figured you were going to say something like that. Because it's a really old joke. <laughs> Work with me here. Work with me. That too? <laughs> Deep sigh. Who are you? <laughs> What's what, your name? What, you, yeah, what to, am to, I doing here? <laughs> to quote one ego. <laughs> Who are you? What are you doing in my room? What are you doing in my room? Anyway. Oh, yeah, radio show. Radio show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Call me crazy. Gosh, I hate it when that happens. <sighs> okay. So. All right, Magister's Terrace. Magister's Terrace is the five-man instance that Blizzard added as part of the patch 2.4. Thank you, Blizzard. Thank you, Blizzard, for throwing us five manners a boon. It is a uh, reasonably high-level difficulty. You Highest should. we've seen yet so far, I think. I wouldn't take a complete team of people in here that hadn't already geared themselves with all the existing five mans. So yes. I wouldn't come in and with anything less than your, your dungeon set three. And some Kara stuff. Kara doesn't hurt, but I think you could no. pull it off. Yeah, I think you could. A well-played set of people in nothing but dungeon set three with leg armor, shoulder enchants, and all the, all the appropriate enchants for your class. Right. And a, a decent level of skill playing your class uh, will be challenged in here, but they could pull it off. And one of the unique things about this instance is, on normal mode, the end boss will drop one epic per run. And since it's not a heroic, you can run it repeatedly in the same day without limit. Yay. And you can, it's also a great way of grinding your uh, Shattered Sun offensive rep, because the rep drops from the various kills in there are reasonably generous. You get 15 for uh, killing the elites in there. Yes. So you can burn through your reputation fairly nicely. Before you go in the first time, there is one quest you should have 
Um, because if you do manage to get through, this this is the only quest really that relates to Magister's Terrace. Uh, it's a quest to find a spy that they sent in previously, and of course, as usual, you find their corpse. Um, but it's exactly. one of those quest chains that advances while you're in the instance. Which is very cool. And will eventually lead to the Go Kill Kalthas, which gets you a nice rep reward and, and some gold and the heroic key. Yes. Which and we won't I be using anytime soon. I thought it got some gems. You got a gem, too. Yes, you get to choose a gem. One of four. Nice one of, I think it's one of four. It's an epic gem, and they're very nice gems. Oh, yes, it's very nice. Very nice. So make sure you've got the quest. And really, the, the single run-through on normal mode with this quest unlocks heroic for you. There's no reputation requirement. Nope. You can use, if you're geared for it or if you're a severe masochist uh, and like pain, you can go directly to heroic, which we have not even attempted yet. No. Damn. Yeah. Normal, Kale, normal the, was bad enough. Yeah, the Kale fight and the second boss are bad enough on regular. can't even imagine what they're like on Heroic yet. I know there's plenty of people out there who have just crushed it on Heroic, and those are the people who we call Hardcore Raiders. Yes. And we're happy for you. We're glad. We'll get there sometime around level 80. But anyway. So, let me move over to my little cheat sheet. More little cheat sheet. Your group makeup for this one is fairly important. There are lots of large group pulls in here. Very large group pulls. So and both no crowd control and AOE are your friends. And they're no joke either. No, they're not screwing around. They have really annoying abilities. And if you... And aren't good at specifying a kill order and sticking to it, you'll die. You'll die rapidly, and it'll be ugly, let's put it that way, because these mobs have a wide range of skills and abilities, and quite a large part of the time, especially when you're doing the five-man pulls in the front of the instance, mm-hmm. the four- and five-man pulls, their abilities mirror your abilities as a group. So you have to figure out quickly who does what, Yep. and it's pretty apparent. And we've all been playing this for God only knows how long. So it's usually pretty easy to, to pick up. But They've just turned up the dial a little bit on these guys. Yeah, they did. So you have to figure out what's going on. And a kill order is absolutely essential. And cr- uh, crowd control and your melee tips have to be disciplined in not breaking aggro mm-hmm. on everything. The easiest group I've gone through where they had two mages. So we had two sheep. Um which made things... We had two mages and a, and a rogue. Well, so we were very crowd control heavy, but we still had good AoE. Right. So that's not a bad build. Now, last night, uh, I ran it with uh, the amazing Muggy. Good Monkey. Good Monkey. Um, and Dane and Narond and Nightsong. Okay. Uh, Narond was actually playing his rogue, Lestis. So it was me, Dane... So let's see, you've got two druids. Yeah, two druids. A priest. and Walk into a bar. Yes, two druids, a priest. Well, in this case, it's two druids, a priest, a warlock, and a rogue walk into a bar. Yep. Or and into Magister's Terrace. Yeah, or into Magister's Terrace and apparently beat the hell out of Kael'thas. So And everybody else. We had a Boomkin druid. We had me tanking. We had a demonology warlock, rogue, and a holy priest. So... In some areas, from some instances, we were a little light on crowd control, but in some of the later pulls, you start running into demons. Yes. And Muggy just had an amazingly fun time enslaving them. 
because the DPS output on the succubus style ones, Sisters of Torment or Sisters yeah, of Yeah, that's in the big room. They're they're they have a charm ability which apparently sucks, but their DPS is like thousand whack, thousand whack, nice. thousand whack. So he was having a grand old time enslaving them. I have to remember that. Uh, apparently, uh, we didn't attempt to, but if you bring a Shadow Priest along, Mind Control is an option. Yes. Always uh, a good option. I like Mind Control. Anything that, that gets the thing killed, you know, kills two with one and keeps two out of the it keeps the them both occupied, yeah. Is a very That's nice always thing. a good thing. That's what I like about Mind Control. So there's mostly humanoid with a little bit of demon crowd control to consider. And don't underestimate the need for crowd control. Unless you're you're bringing DPS monsters in where you're going to kill things so fast it won't matter, then hey, have a great time. Yeah, have a good time. But otherwise, crowd control is essential. Yes. I think more in this instance than any one that we've seen previously. Yeah, it, it really, they, they, they make it so you can't just brute force your way through it unless you're unbelievably geared. And most of us aren't. Most of us at least the people we're talking to. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Which is why casual. <laughs> it's right there in the name, Gwen. Are you going to? You are going to beat me about the head and neck with this, aren't you? Um, it's entirely possible. Let me see. Here we go. Yes. Silence. <laughs> so, you enter the instance. You have the initial pull is very easy. You have two guards. Hey, you've seen that before. There's one wandering patrol. You time and wait for the patrol to walk away. You kill the two guards. Patrol walks back. Kill those two, and then you're into the larger pulls. Yes. Take a look at what you're facing. Things to watch out for. Rule number one, kill the freaking imp. Yes. Yes, you will have warlock pulls in here. The imps do an ungodly amount of damage. And they're and incredibly they, easy to kill. Yes, and they invariably target your healers. It's their job. It, right. So the way, at least the last couple of times that I've been in there, we would have the rogues go in and a rogue go in and sap, and the rogue's first target was to kill the imp. Yep. So, so I would sap something and then immediately go set up again, uh, behind the imp. And whoever's marking targets, mark the imp as well. Don't just, oh, yeah, yeah it's hard the to imp, see whatever. Sometimes. They're hard to see sometimes. If there's a warlock, there's going to be an imp. Yeah. So mark the imp first. They're normal mobs. They're not elites. They're frighteningly easy to kill. And it works out well because while you as the rogue or whoever's assigned to that is killing the, the imp, your main tank is drawing aggro on the targets on which he needs, or she for that matter, needs to draw aggro on. So that three or four or five seconds that it takes you to kill that imp allows the tank to to draw aggro, and then when you start DPSing on those, doing your assists with the, with the main tank, it's not as easy to pull aggro off your tank. I'm given to understand that these pulls are tanked in heaven. Because I heard the same thing. Well, I haven't run through it with one yet. Prot pallies are multi-target tanks that like you wouldn't true. believe. So crowd control becomes less of a deal with them because they just aggro everything. Every, yeah, and aggro just, everything. They, and, and they just stand there and say, okay, uh, which one do you want, guys want to kill first? Yeah, us DPS types just for, go through the target progression. For us mere mortal tanks, uh, that's warriors and uh, bear tanks, this is an excellent exercise in multi-target tanking. The patch notes for 2.4 were apparently erroneous. They, at the last minute, apparently pulled out the stuff in there that would stop your multi-target attacks for thing, hunters, the hunter multi-shot, the yeah. bear swipe. So they still break crowd control, so you still have to be very deliberate and very careful about what you target, and your group needs to work with you about... Letting you get aggro on the two or three that you may be needing to hold down, depending on how much crowd control you brought. 
you just need to proceed in a very deliberate manner. Um, if you bring a couple of mages and a rogue or a hunter that's good at ice trapping, uh, this can go very easily. Other mobs to watch out for. Physicians. Ugh. As the name may imply, heal like crazy themselves and others. Yes. Similarly, there are blood knights in there, which are pallies. Pallies. Which also are programmed to heal like there's no tomorrow. Yes. Um, <laughs> kill the caster first. Or in this case, kill the healer first. Yeah. Or, or, or CC sheep it. it. Yeah. yeah, or sheep it. Poly it or CC it or do something to it to keep it out of the healing realm. Yes. The magisters are not crowd controllable, so they kind no. of default become kill targets. Yeah. Interesting little effect that they have is they will cast these little purple hemispheres on the ground. Anti-magic zones. Anti-magic zones, which if you're standing in, heals can't land on you. Yes. And if you're standing in, you can't cast. Yes. No magic works in there. Pain in the butt. Get out of the purple hemisphere. Yeah, that's where your people need to be paying attention and need to be, as we said, skillful and good at teamwork, even if it's a pug. Some of these are pretty tight quarters, too, where if you go the wrong direction too much, you're going to pull another large group and yes. wipe the raid. And Gwen forgot to put his phone on vibrate. Yes, he, yes, he did. Epic fail. Let's see. Which drop shall it be? Which drop in shall it be? And that was someone I didn't want to talk to either. Even better. I'm sorry. Sorry. I, I missed my wife. I was, yeah, I know. I, I wondered how long it was going to be before you played that. What? Great drop in. <laughs> Glad I could provide you with that opportunity. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so, yeah, the get out of the antimatic hemispheres. There is a mob type in here, and I re- can't remember the name. I'm not sure if it's the Mage Guards. Oh, I'm losing my mind. They have an ability called Glaive Throw. Uh, Sunblaze, Sunblade Sentinel, I believe. No, those are the big Falcon robots. Um, I did. I don't know what you're talking about. So <laughs> you're on your own for this part. Yeah, there's there's one mob the. They're almost universally the blonde, spiky-haired blood elf type. Oh, I thought those were the knights. Or uh, the, uh, no, they have the long, the flowing, pretty boy hair. Right, the paladin types. Yeah. Now, they have another type that is more of a warrior look. Oh, I know which ones you're talking about, but I can't remember what they're called. They have an ability called Glaive Throw, which is a stun interrupt. Yes. really annoying because it interrupts casting, interrupts mind controls. Um, quite annoying. But your big, your big deal targets are the imp, because he'll just dismantle your healer when you're not looking. The yeah, right from the get-go, yeah, the too. Physicians. Uh, later in the instance, you, there's the occasional ethereal, which will blink into the middle of your casters and AOE them. Uh, arcane explosion, as a matter of fact, yeah, and it's nasty. Right. Don't never forget. Don't forget. I know. That I always forget when I'm looking at the ethereal model. They're humanoids, and humanoid crowd control works on them. Yes, and the, they also have the nagas as well. The witches. Yeah, they have yes. female naga models that are uh, witches that do nasty casting and are. Hard to convince. You know, they need a good counterspell or a kick in the face to get them to move. Uh, yes. So they like to just sit back and spam spells at you. Spamity spam, spamity spam, spamity spam, spam 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 lovely spam wonderful spam. See, she's not here to stop us from singing. I know she's not. Oh, our poor listenership. Let's just see. Let's just check the old inner tubes here and see how badly things are spiraling. Out wow, of control. Radio. Oh, wow. It's up. 338 listeners. Nice. 
We're not doing it right. Drive them away, scare them. <laughs> they, they should like heard what I was not there. Click, boo. You know, insert yeah, dial exactly, tone here. Exactly. Exactly. What are you people thinking? Apparently it's not. Two semi inebriated aging nerds on the inner tubes. What are you doing? Emulate us. They're, yes. they're nothing. Become our minions. They're nothing if not loyal. Minions. I like that better than henchmen. Yes. So anyway, definitely. So. Learn the character classes that you're going up against and deal with them appropriately. Um, the You enter in, you get one of those big five-group pulls. There's an optional one to the opposite side. You can either pull one and sneak around, or you pull both of them just to be safe. There's a large crowd. Whoa. Knocking the... Walking the Headbutting the microphone. Foam guard for the win. Yep. So you will come into a big chamber with lots of wretched which are the uh, junkie blood elves, all yeah. kind of in groups doing... You, there's there's actually a separation. Yeah. If you've ever been in the... Silvermoon. Bl- yes, thank you. In Silvermoon, if you've ever played Horde, and if you've ever been in the Blood Elf home city, Silvermoon, each of the sections of the city is separated by a divider that the, the roads run up to it, split in half, go around a center divider, and then go out the other side. This is the exact same kind of thing in Manchester's Terrace that separates the various rooms. After the first room with all the big poles in it, then you enter into this hallway. It separates both ways, left and right around a divider, meets back up, and then there's a room. There's a bunch of wretched, and they're like our outside on Keldanas that mm-hmm. you do for one of the daily quests. And you will see a large black-haired blood elf in armor standing up on a dais. Who's kind of one quarter turned into demon at this point. Yeah. Do not. There's a line, actually a line of decoration on the floor. Do not cross that line. Unless you're a stealth rogue. Don't cross the streams. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're a stealth rogue or a stealth druid, then you can do it. I have actually been in a group where, where there were two rogues, and we both went in and sapped some of the wretched because they are humanoid despite the way they look. Mm-hmm. But if anybody else crosses, the boss will aggro, and you'll start the fight with all the wretched in. What you want to do is there's a group of two right in the center, and then there's a group of five or six. To either side. To either side, left and right. Pull the group in the middle first. Your tank does. Ranged melee. Do, do a line of sight pull. Get out of sight. Yeah, some line of sight of pull, and range. then go around the corn, go around one of the corners, either side, left, or right, and then do damage. The first two are really easy. You may even get three. The second ones, then there's two other pulls of five or six or seven or whatever. AOE is your friend here. Lots and lots of AOE. They're normal mobs. They're not elites. Depending on your group makeup, you may or may not want to try the AOE option. Um, I found that AOE makes things a heck of a lot easier. Yeah. I like to do the trick with the druid where I will I will pull in tanking mode and I will hurricane them. I'll put the uh, bark skin on so I can't be interrupted and hurricane them, which gets the aggro up on all of them on me. Yes. Then when my channeling wears out, then I drop into bear form and the other AOEs, AOEers kick in, but I've already built up a nice, nice enough aggro, aggro yeah, that you won't get interrupted or they won't drop off. Druid tanks, warn your healers before you do this trick. Yes, because they need to heal you. Freak out, because you'll be dead real quick. Because you're you're only semi you're you're semi squishy in your leather armor when you're in humanoid form. Yes, and you have to stay in humanoid form to do this. But it works well if you warn your healer 
and they let you tick a little bit, get get the guys angry at you, and then drop heels on you and keep you alive until you can shift back into high armor form. And mm-hmm. then the other AOEers in the group can go ballistic and won't pull them off you until the very end when they're mostly dead. Mostly dead. So either crowd control and pull, or pull line of sight and AOE them down, whichever whatever your group makeup uh, dictates. And when the room is empty, you're all ready to your first boss. One yes. of the very nice things about this instance is, with the exception of the gap between the next to last boss and the last boss, the bosses are fairly rapid fire. So it's basically boss, boss, trash, 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 boss, boss. Yeah. So if you're farming, you, know, you can get to two bosses really quickly and get a couple of shards or get some gear, and get some rep. they're not too difficult. Yeah. Um, the middle trash is somewhat annoying. It's, it's lots of those large family pulls. Um, and after the music break, we will talk about our first boss fight. Yes, we will. Which is also known as uh, the guy from the uh, war leader Calithresh, Redo. Yes. Because it's that fight all over again. It's all, except with the blood elf instead the of blood elf and gems Naga. instead yeah. of Naga and tanks. And tanks. Exactly. And tanks. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, you're welcome. So, you are listening to Casually Hardcore live on WoW Radio with me, Gnome Lyas. And I, Gwenora. We will be back after the break with more fun in the sun with Aging Geeks. Anyway, see you on the other side. Yep. Listening to Casually Hardcore only on WCRadio.com. Where's my drink? My name is Total Biscuit, and I am of the firm belief that Savage 2 is by far the best multiplayer title to come out in years. The reasons are many and varied. The gameplay styles are hugely diverse, ranging from deadly melee combat, to infiltration, to sniping, to siege warfare, to summoning, to healing, to building, to commanding, and much more besides. The world is lush and beautiful, and the battles pitched and hard-fought between two very different factions. I truly believe that... Cut, cut, cut. What? What's wrong? Well, you see, you're telling the truth about the game. Well, what's wrong with that? In today's gaming world, people don't go for that. They want pizzazz. They want epic. They don't want to know how awesomely fantastic a game is, or how you have to be borderline insane not to spend the measly sum of $29.99 on purchasing this one-of-a-kind FPS RTS RPG hybrid multiplayer title. Oh, so what you're telling me is they don't care how amazingly deep, complex, and well-designed the game is, they just want explosions, rock music, and epic voiceovers. Exactly. Now take it from the top. Do you like lasers? Do you like bears? Do you like bears with lasers? Do you like bears with lasers that explode and shoot lightning from their hands? Do you like bears with lasers that explode, shoot lightning from their hands, and breathe acid in your face? Can you name one of the game that has all of these things and truckloads more besides? Didn't think so! Purchase Savage 2 for only $29.99 at s2games.com Or if for some unearthly reason you're still unsure about how this game will change your life, check out the 5R free trial. Be a part of the most innovative team-based multiplayer title ever created, Savage 2. Part FPS, part RTS, part RPG, all animal. Warning, this game does not actually contain lasers. They are technically beams of channel lightning that look like lasers. The creatures may or may not be bears, but look and sound remarkably similar to bears. So you can just pretend... 
and lo, we return. This is Casually Hardcore Live on my radio with myself, Gnome Wise. And I, Gonora. And the dead silence in honor of the missing ILA. Yes. So there we were, there we were, there we were. In the Congo. No, in Magister's Terrace. <laughs> I made you lose it. <laughs> I was just thinking I'm going to have uh, Joseph Conrad Heart of Darkness flashbacks now. Adam, the police officer said you need to drink more. I've just been assaulted! Gwenora has been attacked by Iolite's microphone stand. There's a poltergeist in here. I think it's the spirit of Io. Call, reaching to us across the miles of desert between Lost Wages, Las Vegas, and here. <laughs> what do they say about what goes to Vegas stays in Vegas? Okay, you could just rock me to sleep tonight. <laughs> you are going straight I to was hell. Talking for that about one. the money. Oh, yeah, sure. Are you smoking crack? She said she would be good about it. I mean, come on. Uh, this is a work trip, and this is your wife we're talking about. Yeah, but it's not good for comic effect when you, you know, have... <laughs> a cold splash of reality. A splash of reality and trust and love and... Yeah. So, yeah, there's another way about it. I just, I just miss her. So anyway, before we get too mushy, yes, let's get back to the Terrace of the Magisters, also known as the Magisters Terrace, and our very first boss type, who is Selin Fireheart, or Selin, 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 Selin Dion? Ugh. Ah, yeah. The epic end boss of the entire universe. So, from our friends over at Wowhead, Selin Fireheart is a fallen blood elf and represents the first boss in the Magister's Terrace. The fell energy has consumed his alter's appearance to start resembling a demon with wings and horns. Ooh. Uh, he's also a complete cakewalk of a fight. Yes, he is. If you've done Warmaster Calathresh, you can do this yeah, guy. He's, with no, he's actually easier. Yes. Because... The, Number the, the gems aren't nearly as strong as the tanks are. Yes, and they're not nearly as far apart. Everything yeah. is up on this stage, mm-hmm. um, and they're very close by. It's very easy to get to, and it's very easy to switch between him and the crystals. Unlike Calathrush, where you're running all over that area that he's in, and it's e- easy to get separated and not get over there in a timely manner. But it's the same kind of fight in that everyone, including the healer, has to hit the gems. Yes. Because otherwise, he... I forget exactly what it is, but it What hurts. he does is he replenishes his mana pool from the gems. Yes. And then, depending on how much mana he has when the crystal is shattered, he will explode... He will arcane explode a certain... Or fell explode fell a explode. certain number of times. And if you let him get too much mana, he will kill the raid with... Or kill the group with the fell explosion. Yes. Because your healer can't keep up with it because he's doing anywhere between... I think it's 1,000 all the way up to... Two or three thousand yep. points worth of damage every time he flashes in the fell explosion. Yep. So and he will only do that after he drains a crystal. Right. So the quicker the, you can drain the crystal, the better off you are. The less mana he can get, the less he will explode. The more your healer will love you. He also has some very interesting um, voice acting. Uh, he's a little over the top with his yells and screams. Yes, and he is. It's pretty funny. I am a god. <laughs> yeah. And I'm I'm barely exaggerating there. 
Not by very much, actually. Turn your volume up on that one. It's kind of a it's kind of a bit, bit of a laugh. Either either you'll be entertained or you'll be scarred for life. One of the two. Yeah, or all of the above. Yeah, well, they're, they're listening to Wow Radio. At this I was point. Gonna, long past. Start. I was going to say, kind of like listening to our show. Right. <laughs> 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 Mind taking. Anyway, <laughs> so the general setup of the fight is: tank tanks him, beat him down. Watch for the life drain that he does. So watch for the blue laser or the green laser of doom that he puts yes, on somebody. Green. It is interruptible and needs to be interrupted. Yes. Or he will kill someone and heal himself. Very much does. So interrupt. Or uh, rogues with kick for the win. Oh, yes. Uh, drain life. Watch out for that. Interrupt it. When he, he'll he do a, an emote and go for one of the, the big honking green gems that are hovering nearby. Everybody switches their attention to the gem, kills the gem. After the gem is destroyed, he will do the explosions until his uh, mana is gone. no way of totally avoiding the explosions. It's just not going to happen. But you can minimize the number of times that he actually explodes by breaking the gems. gems. Yeah. And then you just have to heal through the damage that the the explosions do. Plain and simple. Yeah. Magic resistance or arcane resistance. I'm not sure if it's damage, uh, if it's arcane damage or not. It has the look of arcane it damage. It does, but whether or not it actually is, I don't know. Who knows? Um, basically, lather, rinse, repeat those steps until he drops over dead. And it's a fairly short fight if you have decent amount of DPS. Yeah, and people it who does. are paying attention to switch their DPS yes, to the crystal. It's actually a fairly in. short fight. And he has... Um, Drops some good gear, as I recall. Yeah. Uh, something I keep waiting to have drop and keeps not dropping is the Sun Touch Satchel, which is the 20-slot uh, bag you can get out of the instance. Oh. Of course, he has a 0.3% chance of dropping yes. it. Very rare. Everything, all the bosses here have a small chance of dropping that. Um, gauntlets of Divine Blessings, which are uh, Heliden Plate Gauntlets. Cloak of Swift Mending, which is a nice generic uh, healing cloak with... Int, spell haste. Uh, the theme you're going to see in a lot of the gear out here is haste, spell haste, and armor penetration, or yes. armor ig- ignore. Um, and this one has the Cloak of Swift Manning, has the spell haste, and mana per five, and increased healing and intellect. Bracers of the Forest Stalker, which looks like a nice pair of male hunter, hunter gear. wrist pieces. Bindings of the Raging Fire, which dropped last night for us. Uh, clothy spell damage wrist pieces. Leggings of the Betrayed. Uh, looks to be a, and again, haste and attack power, so a kitty druid or rogue, rogue leather legs. And Sunforged Cleaver. Ward or June? <laughs> That's good. I like that. This is how we detect the age of people in the IRC. Exactly. So if you got that That's joke, you're old like us. I'd read through that list, and I hadn't thought of that. That's good. <laughs> uh, it's a nice uh, one-handed axe with uh, crit, haste yet again, and attack power for the, I, I'm guessing, uh, enhancement shaman in your life. Cause, Possible. Uh, I guess a uh, hunter. I was going to say a hunter. Of course, hunters are always like, it's a hunter weapon, and hunters can use every weapon. I play a hunter. Yeah, I know you do. I was yeah. thinking more of Turgo. That's a hunter weapon. He's on off the back, man. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, uh, shout out to Shalora, uh, who has recently Yay! started playing WoW again. Uh, we missed you. Good to see you. Yes, I'm we like, did. It's good to have you back, bro. Yes. So stay for a while. Please do. And that concludes the non-heroic drops on this boss. 
Um, he is actually... Oh, we had a correction from earlier. Yes, we did. I was going to remind bad. you of that. Thank you. Uh, let me get over to the old IRC. Anathar from the IRC has given us the information we were lacking. The Mage Guard mob is the one that has both the Glaive Throw, annoying, and the uh, Magic Nullification Field that they cast. So beware the Mage Guard or just know that what they're capable of. If you're having a uh, Shadow Priest or somebody mind control, you don't want to leave the Mage Guard loose because he will glaive throw at them and break the mind control. Yes. Also known as freaking annoying. So you will conclude the fight. The door to the next section will open up. What are you laughing at? You've been looking in the void. No, no, I haven't. I just updated email, and we got an email titled MGT because Mr. T is too epic to be five man. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't even opened it. I just saw the subject (laughs) line. That was awesome. Some background on what that's even talking about is different servers have chosen to abbreviate Magister's Terrace differently because... MT was already taken for mana tombs. Right. So people looking for group were saying you know, MT. It's like, well, well, I don't. What do we want to go to mana tombs for? Are using uppercase M, lowercase G, uppercase, uppercase T. T. Our server and others have gone with uppercase M, lowercase R, uppercase T for Magister's Terrace. Mister T. Right. I like this. I'm going to cease calling it Mister T. And start saying MGT because you're right, Mr. T is too epic to be five man. (laughs) You're absolutely right. Got it in one. That's way too cool. (laughs) Uh, The void for the win. And that would be so we can give credit where credit is due. That that is from Anathar, our 70 Belf mage on Mugthal. There you go. Anathar is just hitting all cylinders today. Yep. So, yeah, we did get it It just now. Anathar, you are famous on the internet. Yes, yes, you are. Which is not as cool as you may think it is. (laughs) Yeah. But I digress. And diverge. And divest. I even dribble sometimes. <laughs> Thanks, I needed that. My listeners did too. I think I'll edit that the hell out of the archive. <laughs> I think that would be a good idea. Lest we get Just fired. that little second of silence right there. Yeah, no one will know what the heck we're talking about. All right, so we've done the first boss. Yep. And you head through the hallway and you start seeing these little mana worms. Yes. Ah, annoying kill, annoying kill, annoying kill. Then you come around the corner and walk out of the hallway and there's, oh my God, that's a lot of mana worms. It's possibly one of the most intimidating looking rooms this side of the first time you see Murmur's room. Yes. It's literally like walking into a fish tank. Yes. And what's even funnier is if you sit there and wait and watch the idle animation. Oh, wait. While you're waiting for the idle the animation, yes. when you walk into that room on your left. Is your quest mob. Is your quest oh, mob. the corpse. So you can go do that and you will see a mob no, walk down the yes. center of the room. Holding. You'll see the boss in the background. He's huge. You can't miss him. Big, silvery, uh, Voidwalker-looking thing. Yes, and looks like it's made out of electricity or lightning as opposed to the Void. Vorlon. A Vor- exactly, very good. So you'll see a Night Elf model walk out carrying a pink box. Mm-hmm. And he or she, depending on the model, will get out into the middle of the room, open the box, and you will see a pink ball of whatever it is, fly mist, up into the air. fly up into the air, and all the mana worms will fly into the middle and feed on it like fish Feeding food. Like fish food. It was the first thing... No one I thought of because we're both into aquariums. Yes. And it was like, oh, they're feeding the fish. Hey, that's really cool. And you need to wait for that blood elf to go away 
because you don't want to pull them. Yes. And this is an exercise in very careful pulling. You have to watch the patterns. Or there, are there is a pattern. It may not look like it at first. To, yeah. to the main mass. And the maximum you want to pull is two groups at a time. And, and that's even put that even that's pushing it. Yeah, and this one pretty much requires AOE. Yeah, you have to have AOE for this fight because they have a little little stacking debuff that's nasty, and they do little chain lightnings. And yes, individually they're not that powerful, but but they, when you put them in a group, it gets it can get ugly quick. The whole piranha thing, nom, 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 nom. like being nibbled to death by cats. But anyway, I'll take your word for that. Tangent, very much so. So. You mm-hmm. have to have somebody pull the individual small groups of mana worms a couple at a time, AOE them down. I use the AOE to bear trick here as well. However you wish to deal with them, you got to kill them down. And you can pull all the mana worms and you won't aggro the boss. And you'll be left with a big empty room and the big energy guy. This guy can be freaking annoying. He's Kind of a variation on the curator fight from Karazhan, but not really. I mean, visually it's a little similar, but the what you have to do is, is different. Um, so when you engage him, he doesn't hit terribly hard. No, he doesn't. But he does, at specific intervals, spawn these little sparks, which are hard to see. Yes, they are. Um, a targeting macro... Does you or just spamming tab? Yeah, that's not, the way. I, I don't have a the room. I don't have a targeting macro, and the only thing that's in the room is your party and the boss. And so I got in the habit of while I was fighting, just spamming tab. And then when I saw the big Pure circle energy. around him, yeah, mm-hmm. the big targeting circle around him going to a small targeting circle off somewhere else, I knew I was onto one of the sparks, and I had to kill it. They are very weak. They're just annoying to see and target. Voice communications help a lot here. Yes. So I'll call out spark to my left, spark to my right. The problem is you can't really have the same person kill them over and over again. You have to rotate your DPSs because when you kill the pure energy, you get a debuff that, number one, puts a damage over time on you that ticks for 300 a tick. And, and it ticks every second. And it stacks. And it's so sucks. if you kill two in a row, number one, it increases the damage taken by 50% per and ticks for 300. So you get a couple of those on you. You've increased the amount of damage you're taking and it's double ticking and you you're die. dying very quickly. So you need to have the DPSers rotate whose turn it is to kill the sparks. Now, some of your debuff abilities will work with that. I know for a fact that Cloak of Shadows works. We'll take it off. From a rogue standpoint. I'm assuming Mage Ice Block will usually take care of those as yeah. well. Um, if you have something along those lines for your class, at the very least, the first time you do it, try it. See if it'll work. If it does, fabulous. You're in like Flint. Yep. So, occasionally he'll do Chain Lightning. If you want to spread out and try to avoid that, great. Um, and the chain lightning becomes worse the, the more sparks you have. Yeah, up. If you let the sparks live too long, they do yeah, chain lightning. You just decide you to turn it into a DPS race and and ignore the sparks, at least in the first part of the fight, the first, what, 70% of the fight, mm-hmm. y- y- it, you'll get blasted by chain lightning. It won't work. You In the first 70% of the fight, you have to get the sparks, and you have to rotate, like we said. When you get to it, it's either 30% or 20%. Uh, 10% is when he goes into overload. 
Okay, because I seem to recall it was 20%. I think we just, blazed, we just blazed past 20 so fast that... Right, we just had 20. We just said, all right, everybody start. At 20% or 10%, um, he goes into basically overdrive. Well, you'll, you'll see him emote. They say Vexalius begins to overload. Yes. At that point, ignore the sparks and just DPS him DPS down as fast him, as you can. Because he will start doing epic-sized arcane explosions, yes. basically, and you'll die really quickly. And it, also, it also has a stacking debuff, so if you like, let him explode too many times, it's a wipe. It's a wipe. So when you get down to about 20% was the number we were using, everybody just forgets about the sparks and Generally, starts you just watch for down. the emote that Vexalius overloads. Yes. And at that point, everyone just goes completely... Uh, Nuts out on uh, DPS on the bad guy, and you kill him dead. Very much so. If you wipe on this guy, don't get discouraged. It just takes a little getting practice. Yeah, because you've done fights before where there were ads. This is just a fight where there's ads that a certain person has to kill at a certain time. Right. So communication is key. Setting in order of. Okay, the next spark belongs to Gwen. Okay, and the next spark belongs yeah. to Moogie. And whatever. they're harder to see than your average. Annoyingly difficult to see. Yes. And that's the biggest part of it. The first time I did this fight, I was like, I can't. There were like three of them up, the sparks. And I was like, I can't even. Oh, that's what. Once I figured out what they look like, I was okay. But it took that. We had to wipe once before I figured out what they looked like because I had no clue. I was expecting something a little more distinctive than what it was. And when I realized, oh, that's not part of the boss. That's the spark that's kicking our butts. Yeah. Then we figured it out. So I think the last time I did it, we nobody got killed on that fight, which was a good step in the right direction. Yep. So... Don't be overly discouraged. You may have to throw yourself up against it a few times to learn it. Uh, it's a fun fight in a kind of annoying kind of way. And he has, well, what a shocker, fat loots. Of course. I thought bracers of Divine Infusion. Loots. We have uh, healing cloth bracers. Boots of Resuscitation. Healing leather boots. Band of Arcane Alacrity. Oh, look, spell haste. Um, Why am I not surprised? Yeah, spell damage ring with haste. Uh, here's an interesting one. Latro's Dancing Blade, which is the second piece of the two-piece set of Latro's Flurry. Oh, because, yeah, Latro's Shifting Blade. Sword shifting Sword, that's it. Comes out of Black Morass, right? Yes. And this, uh, is, yeah. this is the other half of that, and gives you a set bonus of increasing attack bar by 30. Nice. It's a fine uh, one-hander, all tenets on its own. Um, so yeah, it was an interesting thing where they, I don't even think this was a set before, they they made it into an item set with the introduction of this. So if you've got Latro's Shifting Sword as a sword rogue or a uh, DPS warrior, uh, dust it off and come get the second and come half. get the other half. The Band of Determination increases your expertise rating by 17. Ah, ooh, I hadn't noticed this until, this is a tanking ring, one of those rare armor rings. 252 armor, 35 stamina, and uh, expertise by 17. Weapon expertise. Hmm. I may have to get me one of them. Mm-hmm. Cloak of the Coming Knight, which is a nice uh, melee DPS cloak. After this room, you walk out into a terrace and you'll see a big orb, which your quest text previously would have sh- told you to go seek out. Yes. You right-click on the org, and you're treated to a little, um, let's all go to the lobby intermission. Yes. Where you see a little movie that takes you over into Sunwell Plateau to preview the 25 man. Yes. Oh, with orchestral soundtrack and everything. Yeah, it's actually very cool. It's very well done, as usual, per Blizzard. 
Caligos, the big honking blue dragon, will then come visit you, shift to humanoid form, and give you the next quest stage, or just say, hey, how you doing? I'm the first boss in that 25-man. See you there. And you go behind him, proceed down the hallway. There'll be some of the big honking uh, Robbie robots. The they Sentinels. Do, they've yeah. given them big spiky handguards now. They think they're rogues. Um, yeah, as if something that big could sneak. Yes. Well, devil sores. Fell reavers. This is true. <laughs> need I, do I need to go on? <laughs> this is. I see. I never got ganked by a fell reaver. Devil stores. Yeah. All right. I'll buy that one. But I never hit a fell reaver sneak up on me. Mostly because there's that whole ground shaking thing before they get there. And I was usually quick enough to drop back into stealth so that I didn't. So much didn't have totally <laughs> pwned. Well, I I still got pwned by devil stores too in Angoro. Even with vanish and everything, it was they. Those things could sneak. Yeah. Yes. So. Couple of robots, and you're back in the land of a large number of these group pulls. Yes, and it's really it's just lather, rinse, repeat. And they well, you start getting up into uh, when you were first doing it, it was four. Now you're up into the level of five. Mm-hmm. The occasional six and the occasional. Actually, I think the very last pull before the, the last boss is is six, and that pulls a pain in the butt. More on that later. We'll get to that. Film at eleven. Exactly. But you start, radio. You, you start getting into, you open up into a large room. It's outdoor courtyard area. Outdoor area. courtyard area. That's a much better description of it. With a central round of pillars in the center. Mm-hmm. And there's a fountain or a pool in there, and it flows to either side. And you have groups all around the central area. Stay out of the central area because this you will see. actually the second room. The first room is just oh, that's right. a round area with a fountain in the middle. Group around the Hedges fountain. Hedges and all left, that stuff. Right. You can clear along one side and sneak, or you can clear the whole area to be safe if you want. And and grind rep. Yep, and that'll go through another archway with another Robbie robot into the big area with the second-to-last boss that Gwen was describing with the yes. big fountain in the middle. Yes, and you basically pull all the groups. There's anterooms in the corners where this third boss in this case is. Mm-hmm. Clear the entire area all the way around her because yes. you will need the entire courtyard for the boss fight. Because this is a five-boss fight. Yes. A big boss and four mini-bosses. So you, you pull uh, one, two, three, four, five groups, and then there's alcoves to either side. Yeah, alcoves Two guys each. Get them two. Don't set foot in the water in the middle. If you're not stealth. If you're stealth, you can walk right through it. If you're not stealth and you walk and say, oh, I'm going to stand in the middle of this pool that's inside the ring of columns, you'll start the event, you'll start the event and you'll die quickly. So hug the wall to the left, clear everything. Hug the wall to the right, clear everything. We have a nice empty space with just the five mobs remaining. You're ready for the boss fight. The boss fight. Which is uh, mayhem on toast, pretty much. Yeah, there's a movie out right now called Chaos Theory. That's exactly go. what this is. Chaos Smurf, what? Huh? This is this, a, is this is five minutes of pure chaos. It's, it's a very chaotic fight. It's actually a lot of fun. I like it. It's essentially a 5v5 arena fight. It is. And the mix, you'll have the one priestess, uh, who's the standard boss, and then you'll have a mixture that they draw from a pool of different mobs that come with her. Yes. Uh, and you can take a look at them and try and figure out what they are. You can hop on the internet and see what, what cards you've pulled. Yes, and it's random. Unlike most boss fights, these guys accept the crowd control express card. Yes, every type of crowd control, uh, fear. Yes, everything you can do stun works, with the exception of the main boss. Yeah, and... 
Taunt does not work on taunt, any yeah, of them. That's the that's the kicker with this fight is that taunt doesn't work, yep. which is why this is such a chaotic fight. Mm-hmm. You need to, like with all the group polls, figure out who's going to do what, who's crowd controlling what. If and you, you need crowd to, control, it pays off. It pays fight. off at this point in, in spades. But you also need to figure out what your kill order is. Yes. Because you have to concentrate on individual mobs, even though they're... Everybody's running all over the place. And you got to give your tank, again, uh, tankinens excel in this fight. Yes. Uh, give your tank quality time to spread the aggro out because taunting does not work. No. So let the tank call out when he's ready to have DPS start, which we've not really been that good at. No, no, we haven't. But it, the, the thing we found out about this fight is that... You can stand there and plan and plan and plan and plan and plan before you actually trigger the event and say, all right, you're going to do this, you're going to do this, we're going to crowd control, crowd control this, crowd control this, whatever. As soon as you start the event, all that goes to hell in a handbasket right there. Oh, God, he's selling scorpions. Oh, God, I'm burning. I'm burning. Your plan goes right out the window, and it's pretty much, all right, just make it happen is really what happens. If if you're heavy on crowd control, it makes it a little less chaotic because you can crowd control. You can sheep, pig. Fear, fear, all that yeah, you stuff. Can chain fear, your chain fear. Um, of course, a lot of them fear as well. Last night's version of this was kind of interesting because Wiggy was basically chasing the other warlock around, going fear, fear, fear. fear, fear. Yes. Had another mouth that was fear bombing us. Yeah. Like, oh, I believe the Na- I believe the Naga fears. Yeah. Uh, do do a little research. You know, you have a moment. Take a look at them. Look at the names that you've drawn and hop on Wowhead and figure out what you're up against skill And some of them aren't in there yet, so some of them you're just plain going to have to guess. Yeah. And, and you won't find out until the hard way. If they've got a name like Priestess or Priest, maybe, hey, that could be a healer. Yes. Um, Dark Weaver or something or other, hey, that might be a lock. Yes. Or Shadow Priest, I don't know. But yeah, it's... Uh, if you remember the... Ring of Law event from the Point Far of Armor quest... Yeah. It's very similar to that. It is they use a lot of the same coding in there, where it's a 5v5 fight where they fight a lot more like players do. They do. They have lots of dirty tricks, and they will use them, but they're also vulnerable. You know, think, don't put yourself in normal boss fight mode. No. You'll learn that after the first time you wipe on it. A lot of the stuff that you'd normally say, oh, well, that won't work on a boss, so I won't bother. Will actually more than likely them, work. Stun them, fear them, gouge them, whatever. Um, Stunlock is your friend. Repeatedly polymorph them and laugh, um, whatever it takes. And yeah, this this fight is payback yeah. for all those fights where none of that crap worked and yes. it should have. That's exactly what this fight is for. Enjoy this fight. I actually like this fight a lot. Me too. Because of the chaoticness and because all that stuff that isn't supposed to work actually works. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where you can walk into the fight knowing this and say, hmm, I wonder if this will work. Oh, cool, it does. I get such a charge when that I That thing I never get to do. I get, never get to do. That's so cool. It actually yeah. worked. I've only seen you know, immune pop up when I try and taunt. Everything else is bad. Yeah. I think I get some immunes out of out of some of the poisons, but for the most part, the, everything works. So this boss allegedly, though I've never seen it drop, drops the formula to enchant cloak steel weave, which is enchant cloak with plus twelve defense rating. Yeah, it'll get there. Yeah, yeah, I know. Gauntlet of the tranquil waves, which is a uh, shaman male gauntlets. Battle mace of the high priestess, which uh, one I have Dane s- scored yes, last I night. have seen that drop. Uh, nice healing. One-handed mace, night strike, which is a throne item, 
with. Ah, uh, I have one of those. Oh, very I nice. got that to drop. Sixteen. Uh, pl- Sixteen stamina. stamina plus to hit ten and expertise of ten. Very nice for a thrown item. Dusk Hallow mantle, uh, cloth, spell damage, shoulders, cloak of the betrayed. Looks like spell damage, uh, cloak with a socket, which is nice, and the bracers of slaughter. Uh, plate, say so plate DPS wrists. Yep, strength stamina, yellow socket. And crit. So yeah, that's a DPS warrior thing. We are going to the break. Yes, we are. When we come back, we will cover the last annoying pull. <sighs> Is it ever? And the fight. That's the worst pull in the whole instance. With Kael'thas Sunstrider Part Du. Part Du, as it were, because all you hardcore readers have already, t- you know, softened him up for us. Yes, and we thank you for that. We do. He's all he's all wretched and and. and Nasty looking. And yes, he is. He's a big old junkie now, so. Yes. We can take one crackhead, right? Yeah, we can. Oh, God, I'm burning! Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how it is. And it'll all end in tears, I know it. Thank you for listening. You're listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Wild Radio with me, Gnome Wise. And I, Gwenora. Neener, neener, neener. and completely downloadable. It's the really hyperactive and totally interactive WOW Radio. WCRadio.com Okay, guys, listen up. This is very important, so listen closely. When you see the blizzard being cast, do not stand still. Run away from it. Just stand where you are. And remember, when you see the rings of fire appear on the floor, you must not move or turn or do anything. It is imperative that you do this, otherwise you'll wipe the raid. Everybody clear? Okay, let's go. Has this ever happened to you? Is your guild suffering from a breakdown in communication? Then you need a premium quality Ventrilo server from UGTServers.com. Choose your location and choose from some of the cheapest servers around and have your new server set up in minutes. Unlike many other providers, low prices don't mean crippled servers. UGT Servers lets you choose from premium quality codecs for the best sound quality around at no extra charge. And you can even let your entire guild share the cost of the server using the unique guild deposit system. Doesn't your guild deserve the best? Get your premium quality Ventrilo server from UGTServers.com. That's UGTServers.com. And enjoy crystal clear voice communication. And lo, we return. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on my radio with uh, this guy, Gnomewise. And this other guy, Quinora. And no chick. And no chick. We got no babes. No, we don't. We fail it, babe. We do. So anyway, there we were in the Magister's Terrace. Leading over into our third segment because he's such a rat bastard. Yes. <laughs> we'll have to go quickly <clears throat> then. Yeah. <clears throat> Save that for later. So, you will exit the room with Priestess Dalrissa, who we forgot to name. Yes, we as did. The previous boss. We apologize for that. So sorry. And you will enter into the dark, dark room where Kael'thas Sunstrider, in wretched form is hanging out. Yes, he only has two of the glowy orbs anymore because the 25-man raid stole his third one. Thank God for that. His complexion has seen better days. Um, There is a six-mob pull at the beginning of his room that you just have to deal with the extra mob. It's going to be a random assortment of the mobs you faced previously, just one extra. They now outnumber you. 
here's where mind control or a warlock uh, dominate succubus or just no, warlock um, enslaved slave there we go too. so two of them are dealt with helps a lot um, pain in the butt pull narrow hallway it's difficult to aggro the boss from where they are so you can kind of charge into the middle of them use the skills you developed earlier in, in the instance to set a kill order stick to it and take them down just know that there's one more than you're used to dealing with up to this point. The room is large and ovalish with a very high ceiling, which will come into play later. Yes, yes, it will. With and as soon as you kill the last guy in the uh, six-man group, there, Kalthos will begin to monologue, and he will he will diss Illidan in a major way and call into question the honor of your mama. And then we'll sit there passively waiting for you to come uh, hand him his own ass. He does some interesting things. Yeah. When you engage him, he will DPS at first. And then he will do an emote of Vengeance Burns. Yes. God, I hate it when I hear that. A phoenix which spawns in a random spot and begins fireballing and dropping AOE flame strikes. flame strikes underneath it while trolling slowly around the room. Your ranged DPS, DPS should deal with the Phoenix as quickly yeah, as, as you pop. can. Yes. yes, and it will chase you. Basically, a hunter who can kite is really good in this fight. Yes. Or a mage or, or a warlock, a warlock can that can kite, kite as well. Kite. Anybody who can kite is an asset here. The healer has to be aware of who's kiting because they're going to get whacked with the fireballs and they need to be kept upright. Yes. Yes. Wow. And you can't... And those of you who are kiting the phoenix cannot kite the phoenix into the healer. That would be bad. Which I have seen done. That That's made of fail. Yeah, that's made of big time fail. So... Once you have killed the phoenix... He spawns an egg. He spawns an egg. Everyone except the tank needs to get over and DPS that down as quickly as possible. If you do not, the egg will fade out, and then you will spawn two phoenixes... Yep. ...who spam flame strike and Lather big-time fireballs. People. You're pretty much done at that point. Yes. You might as well just give up the ghost, and you, you're... Forget it. You're all going to die at that point. So, you'll know you got the... Uh, the egg in enough time because the top of it will fall off and it'll disappear. If the top doesn't fall off and it just fades out, you're screwed. I'm sorry, but that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. If you DPS Kael'thas down quickly enough... You only you, have to deal with one of those. You only have to see one of those. If you don't, you'll have to see another one. In which case, you have to, he'll yell, Vengeance burns again, and you'll have to do the same thing and kill the egg all over again. And if Kael'thas is low on health at this point, you actually want to lay off the DPS on Kale and kill the phoenix in the egg before you transition him into the next phase. Because that makes it even worse if there's a phoenix still up. If there's a phoenix up when you go into the next phase, you're having difficulties. You're going to have very large difficulties. So... Part one of this is you're DPSing Kale. He's doing substantial damage. You're dealing with the bird and the egg. While this is happening, he will cast randomly around the room these swirling areas with these egg-shaped. They uh, look like orbs. E- they them. look like Easter eggs. They really yeah. do. That's what they remind me spinning of. Spinning in a circle, 
which basically do an AOE like consecrate. Yes. It'll have the same kind of visual effect on the floor as a consecrate does, and you want to stay the heck off that floor until that fades. And sometimes that's right on top of Kale. Yes. So, and it's also maybe where you're beating down the phoenix egg, and it can get nasty. It can get ugly quickly. So be aware of the spinning Easter eggs of doom, and the resulting, because even when the eggs fade away, the floor is still dangerous. Until the the cracked magma-ish effect goes away, it's a couple thousand a tick to stand on there. Mm -hmm. Um, Even when I'm tanking, if he he lays on himself, I back off, and I just do... uh, what range things I can, I'll fairy fire him just to keep his attention on me, and I won't go back in. I'll just take until his that fireball un- hits. Until right, until that runs its course. So, kill the bird when it spawns, kill the egg when the bird is dead, avoid the consecrated floor, and the, your healer's going to be going, <laughs> Yeah, and you haven't seen anything yet. You ain't seen nothing yet, healer. If you get him into the next phase, which is gravity lapse... He will do a big loud shout, and he will teleport all of you into him close, and he'll say, I'll turn your world upside down! Again, good voice acting. And throws you all up into the air, and you're now swimming. This is the gravity lapse phase. If you have a phoenix up at this point, good luck, um, because he'll keep fireballing people. The flame strike on the floor is not as big of a deal, but during gravity's lapse, there is a damage over time, a substantial damage over time on the entire group. And you are fighting this losing war of attrition, trying to keep everybody alive, just floating around. Now, if that wasn't enough... Yeah. He also spawns these big spheres that float slowly around the room and try to come to you and kill you. Yes, they follow you. Yes, they will slowly follow you. Uh, we found that it's useful to have uh, the entire group head over to the doorway initially so we can get a read on what direction or who has been targeted by the spheres and how to get the heck out of their way. If you get too close to the sphere, you'll get a pink laser beam that gets on you and does even more damage. You want to get Mm -hmm. the heck away from that. If you touch the sphere, you're pretty much toast. Right. If you touch the floor, you'll bounce up to the ceiling and then drop to the floor and be pretty much dead. And get stunned when you hit the ceiling. Yes. You'll get stunned for two or three seconds. If you are close enough to a sphere, You're you're dead because you will get... The damage from the sphere, and then you will fall to the floor mm-hmm. and get damage from that, and yeah, you'll pretty much die right there. So, did avoid we, the spheres. Did we mention the dot? Yeah, the dot is slowly okay. getting all your health away. Yes. So, we, with our group last night, we had two druids in addition to the main healer. So, we were th- we would go in humanoid form and throw life blooms around the group just while we were swimming around trying to stay alive, and that helped. Um... Another thing to note is as soon as you finish the Phoenix phase and transition into Gravity Lapse phase, Kael'thas no longer needs to be tanked. Yes, that's very important. So your tank can swap out weapons and swap tactics to change to DPS mode. I go cat form as a druid and swap out for my DPS weaponry. All the, all the gear that lets you swap trinkets and things that you can swap while in combat, go for it. You might even get Outfitter or make a macro or something to switch back and forth. Because mm-hmm. what I was doing is I would... Gravity laps would go off. I would swap in my healing weapons and my healing trinkets. Heal, 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 heal. 
he drops you out of the sky to, in the next phase, I would swap into my cat gear as much as I could. Cat, 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 and then lather, rinse, repeat. Because uh, he doesn't fight back anymore. He will put you up in the air, and you got to avoid the spheres and avoid the dot, and he'll drop you, and then he'll be exhausted. And, oh, oh, and you'll and have about 10 or 15 seconds to run over beat there, him beat him down, and then he'll pop you up in the air again. And it's just that over and over and over again until one of you dies. Now, an interesting twist that was pointed out on the forums is if you die during this and the entire group is not dead, most especially the tank is not dead yet, say the tank and healer are still up and you're a DPSer and you've died, haul ass back to the instance because it doesn't lock you out during this event. And the summon that Kale does is zone-wide. Yeah, when he does the gravity lapse, he summons everybody right up to him mm-hmm. and then throws you all up in the air when the gravity fails. If you're back in the zone-wide. So if you're standing just inside the entrance to the zone... Bam, you're back in the fight. Bam, you're back in the fight because he will summon you from the complete other end of the zone mm-hmm. right to him and you've got all your stuff and hopefully some health and you're ready to roll. So if your team is still fighting the good fight and you can make it back to the instance this is one of those few times where the night elf racial is actually useful yes it is get back in there and the next cycle where he summons people in for the gravity lapse you'll be back in the fight you'll be back in the fight just in time to have to deal with the freaking gravity lapse but hey potions are very useful for this uh, if you can pop a healing potion um, or a mana potion if you are a healer um, to you know pop a potion to keep your health up to take the load off your healer they will thank you and this is another one. Do not get discouraged if you throw yourself against it repeatedly and wipe. There's very little room for error in this fight, and it's supposed to be. This guy drops epic gear. Yes, he does. This is a difficult fight, and it's supposed to be that and way. It's it makes sense. Jump. The previous fight to this is it a is. large jump in difficulty, and there's only one pull separating them. Yep. Um, it's like you're in a different instance. I just remind you, think back to when you were first trying the murmur fight. Yeah. And the level of epic suck and fail that that appeared to be made of until you figured out the trick. This is the same thing. Yep. Um, And I've only just barely, last night, got the feeling of, ah, we may have this figured out. Mm -hmm. Even now, going back and doing Shadow Lab, we could still screw up on Murmur because there's a lot lot of margin for error on that one. Right, there is. Same thing here. Um, but I actually found myself having fun with it last night instead of being amazingly frustrated with it. So don't give up. Come with your potions, your buff food, your scrolls. Um, if you got flasks, hey, not a bad time to use them, especially if it's your first attempt and you want to try and ensure uh, success. And it's doable. It is very hard. It's supposed to be hard, and the rewards are great and many, including... Yes, yes they are. The head of Kael'thas, if you have the quest, which looks like an undead head, because, well, he's all wretched now. The Cloak of Blade Turning, which I'm rather looking forward to, because it's a nice tanking cloak and may also be useful in PvP, because it's 387 armor, 31 stam, and 22 resilience. Nice. Epic. The Axe of Shattered Dreams, a uh, nice DPS um, axe, two-hander. Uh, this would be a nice hunter weapon, I think. <laughs> and has that ignoring armor thing on it again. Ignores 224 of your opponent's armor. That's a blue level item there. Band of Celerity, 
which is a even though it's that's odd, uh, it's a haste attack power and stamina. So combat rogue in your life would uh, mm-hmm. love that. Next epic drop: gloves of arcane acuity. Uh, looks like a lovely spell damage socketed epic clothy gloves. Down to a rare item: the cord of reconstruction, uh, clothy belt, healy with sockets. Next epic item up for bids, Sun Rage Treads. Leather, uh, for the rogue, in, rogue or cat druid in your life. Attack power, again, has the ignoring your opponent's armor. Uh, socket, agility, stamina, decent armor. I need mm. to do that because I could use a new pair of boots. Daddy needs a new pair of shoes. Daddy needs new shoes. Robes of Summer Flame, nice blue leather, uh, leather chest piece with, looks like a... Resto. I was going to say from the name, it sounds yeah. like Resto. Mostly Resto, three sockets, uh, good Resto stats on it. Sun-infused focus staff. It's got spell hit, uh, spell damage, stamina, and int. So the warlock or uh, caster in your life would love that. That's a rare item. The epic level hauberk of the Warbringer. Uh, looks like a male melee DPS piece, be it uh, hunter or... Enhancement Shemmy. Mm-hmm. That's a nice epic piece. The rare piece, Helm of Sanctification, Heladin headpiece. Sunstrider War Boots. Um, depending on how you gem this one, uh, could be Prot, looks more like a DPS. Socketed, and again, ignoring uh, opponent's armor stat on it. Karma's Ring of Fate. Epic level stamina, int, spell haste, yet again. Um... And it looks like mainly healing. Nice healing epic ring. The Phoenix Hatchling, which is the non-combat little baby Phoenix pet, which I got last night. Oh, Neener, neener, neener. I bet your wife will be jealous. I ain't telling her. Oh, I guess I just did. Yes, yes, you just <laughs> did. Life aggro for the win. <laughs> epic tailoring pattern for the unyielding girdle. Epic uh, leatherworking pattern for the pattern for the windstrike gloves. Formula... Enchant Boots, Cat's Swiftness. That's used to drop in game elsewhere, so it's added Ooh, here. Nice. Schematic for the Healing Potion Injector. Epic Pattern. Uh, leatherworking Gloves of the Living Touch. Bad touch, bad touch. <laughs> Stop touching me. I'm not touching you. Am I bugging you? I'm not touching you. <laughs> Recipe for the Haste Potion. Uh, looks like all these low... He's got a, a chance of dropping all the Outland in... Uh, Profession patterns, blue and above. He's got a little tiny percentage chance of dropping all these different patterns. Oh, that's good. So, get your fat epic loot on with Kael'thas Sunstrider at Magister's Terrace today. Amen, brother. And that is Magister's Terrace on regular mode. Yes. We won't even touch. No, we're not even. Although I've heard epic mode is gear check central. Yes. From, so, a good, from a good source. Yeah, well, we'll know one day. Yes, we will. We'll get there. So, let us plow through a few emails here before we run out of time completely. Yes. You had some that you were very I interested. Had a, actually, I have, I have. well, I have a bunch of shout-outs, too, from things that I've read, but... Let's do it. Uh, this is from Silbay, Level 70, Dome Rogue, Blood Scalp US, Shadows End. Hey, guys, long-time archive listener. I would be a live listener, but on your old night, I had Band, Band Geeks for the Win... And on your new night, I usually work. I love your Masters of Five series, especially when it just saved my group's collective behind tonight. 
in Architraz. Yay! Excellent. Glad to hear that. happy. Yes, you do. So, shout out to you guys for giving me a heads up on. Feel, it made me feel less noobish than I usually do in Allen instances. Anyway, my main reason for emailing is you guys... For emailing you guys is just to get your opinions on something that I have noticed a lot in the WoW podcasting community. What the heck is up with all the Alliance hate? I mean, seriously. Out of the dozen or so podcasts I listen to, only three of them have any host playing on the Alliance. The rest are all like, I hate gnomes and never play, never, never play Alley and <laughs> lol, Alley noobs, lol. Why do you think it's like this? Why the stereotype? Do you guys feel that the Alliance has more noobs than the Horde? Thanks. Keep up the great work in all hell, Nemesis. Silbay, level 70, Gnome, Rogue, Blood Scalp, U.S. Shadows, end. Um, let me counter... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for here? One stereotype with another stereotype? That's a good way to put it. Uh, a large percentage of the WoW Radio podcasts are run by late teen, early 20-somethings. And there's nothing wrong with that. And Horde generally seems to appeal to that mindset more. Yes. The underdog, uh, heavy metal, rocking, undead doing the uh, head bashing dance kind of thing. Um, the general feeling that, and which was absolutely borne out by the quest design earlier in the game, that Alliance was easier to level than Horde. Yes. Which is, was completely true. Uh, because... They launched the game, and they'd worked on the Horde side last. So Alliance had been worked on much longer than yes. Horde had. So it was it was less finished initially. Um, for a long time, the Raiders had the, well, we don't have Paladins, and so we don't have easy mode. We don't have these blessings that can affect the entire raid. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't have Fear Ward. We've got to do it uh, uh, the hard way. And it was absolutely true. So that bred a culture of, we're the underdog and we're doing it better because yes. we do more with Which less. Which caters exactly to that that mindset at that age range. I know that's the way I was when I was Hells, that age. Yes. Um, the game now is more or less homogenized. That's a good way to put it. The classes are the same. Yes. The quest chains are still different in the old world. Until you get into your 30s and get to Dustwallow, where it's pretty much from the that same point forward, all the way, the same all the way right. up. But there's still, you know, the the alliance seems to attract more people. Period, because well, they're prettier, yes, or cuter, yes, and that just plain has a wider appeal to the kinds of non-gamers, non previously non-gaming people who are now regular WoW players. Mm -hmm. You know, I got my little gnome, isn't he cute? Yes. That kind of person's not going to go play an undead rogue. No. Ew. He doesn't have a jaw. Yes. Ew. He's got bits hanging out of him. Where's Gnome? Where's my Gnome? Bitsy. Bitsy, where are you? Yes. So, different kind of brain playing the game for a different reason. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to categorize or pigeonhole that kind of person and... Mock them if you're into that kind of thing. Which we are not. No, we are not. So, they're young. Give them a break. That's, yeah. They are who they are, and they feel the way they feel. And you know what? If you have fun playing Alliance like we do, absolutely have fun playing Alliance. They're going to talk and do whatever they want and say their thing, and there are going to be people on the Alliance side who are going to say that Horde sucks, etc., etc., etc. Because we have our share of... Because we of have person. our share of... of 
idiots as well. So, you know... Why like hate on anyone is Exactly. Uh, you know, it's one thing I've learned in my 37 years on this planet is if you don't need to, don't. It just It's pointless Leave as far as I'm concerned. Let them play their game, we'll play our and game. If it's fun for you, that's all that counts. There's a reason why in my game I have character names, I have all the names turned off, mm-hmm. and I have every chat channel except for guild off. I do too for the most part. I thought I that couldn't. Whole I, world doesn't exist. To yeah, me. I couldn't. I thought I couldn't live with the general chat in the trade chat. And once I turned them off at the suggestion of a guild brother, Galola, it's much, much quieter now. I don't have to look at the idiots. I don't have to read what they're typing. I don't have to do any of that stuff. I and, turned them off years ago. Oh yeah, I, it's been months. Game. It's been months since I've heard that stuff, which is all good. I'm totally cool so, with that. So, turn off every chat channel. I mean, when I have to go into LFG, it's a shock to my system. It's like, oh, God, they're still there. Yeah, they are. I thought they were gone. No, I just wasn't listening to them. Yes. You know, I, I listen like a party, guild, BPF chat. That's it. That's my world. All right. And it's a happy world. Next. What do you got? Power leveling doesn't make you smarter is the way this is titled. Bring it on. This is from Sute, level 70, Frostmage, Ultiman, US. Greetings, guys. Modern time listener, first time writer. I thought I'd tell you a story that actually happened to my brother. Several months ago, in a land save to your hard drive, my brother, Nards, Feral Druid, was starting an AV in the level 51 to 60 bracket. He asked if he could tank Drek because he had been having good luck with it lately. To his surprise, someone said to him, quote, You can't tank, comma, Druids wear leather, unquote. Ah! Obviously, this is why I'm reading this. Obviously, Nards argued with him. The guy then said, quote, Trust me, I know. I was power leveled, unquote. <laughs> this leads me to my questions for you people. First, what are your opinions of power leveling? Also, I've noticed that people who power level from 70 to 1, sometimes they think no, they know more than level 60s who've gotten there the regular way. Do you think this is true? Thanks for your time, Sute, level 70 Frost Mage, Ultimon USPS. Congratulations on killing Kael'thas. Thank you. Thank you now, as a note of clarification, before I unleash Gnome on this, I don't think that Sute, I'm going to interpret this, is talking about using a power leveling service. No. I think that's a separate topic. I think what he's talking about is people who either have, who either dual box, mm-hmm. who have a level 70 on one account and power level a level 70 to on a power level an alt to level 70, or people who start and have their friends power level them up. Two seventy. Boost, on that boost note, them through instances. Exactly. On that note, go right ahead. I so wish I had the LNFAO noob drop in that uh, <laughs> Octel and Hordak have, because now is the time for that. Yes, yes it is. Here we go. I reject your reality and substitute my own. That sounds good. Again, let's try to avoid glowing generalizations, because I think what you encountered there was not a power-leveled person, but a tool. A, a, an idiot, a moron, a stupid person who never learned to play the game. There are people who can level the old-fashioned way to 70 and still have no clue. I've met I, them. Ignorant. I've been pugs with them. Ignorant comes to our mind rather rapidly. Ignorant, yeah. Ignant. Ignant. So, power leveling certainly doesn't help, especially if the person has only ever played the game that way. So if they've had one character... They came in, they had friends who were already 70, and they were boosted through content to the very end and have never known a world without the booster seat. Yes. and have, But there are people who can get there and then set about researching and learning how to play their class properly with a purpose. 
and are absolutely fine having been power leveled all the way because they want to learn how to play the game. Right. We're not bashing on power leveling itself. No. Because it it has a place in the game, but we're bashing on... Yeah, we'll call it that. I'll be blunt. We're bashing on people who get power leveled and never bother to learn how to play their character and then, like this individual, make ignorant, incompetent, whatever you want to call it, comments mm-hmm. that show that they have absolutely no idea what the heck they're talking about. Yeah. And these are people that I absolutely love proving wrong. How you can get to level 60 and not understand the concept of a bear tank. I mean, granted... Sheltered. Yeah, granted, gear-wise, the bear tank doesn't really shine until Outland, but the they rearrange the skill sets, and there is good gear and to there be is, had. Yeah, there's good gear if you go out and find it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a very sheltered life that person has led. Yes, has been sheltered by whatever guild that they're in. These are the same people who say paladins can't tank. These are the same people that say paladins can't DPS. These are the same people who used to say priests can't DPS. Yes, these are the same people who fail to think outside the box. In a big way. They're all in your life. You know who these people are. You can play the game however the hell you want. I was in Hellfire Peninsula with Octail and one of his alts. He was playing with a priest. And mm-hmm. he was expounding to me how he was experimenting with the Holy DPS build. Okay. To which I said, oh, really? You can do that? I said, oh, yeah. Allow me to demonstrate. And we did an evening full of quests with him doing DPS as a Holy Discipline hybrid build. Wow. And it completely worked. That's interesting. It was very interesting. Now, he has since done the math and extended it forward into long fights. Mm -hmm. And apparently the problem with this build is in they don't have duration. They don't have stamina. So they... Burst DPS. They they run out of mana before an equivalent Shadow Priest would. Right. So they, they don't hold up in long boss fights. He absolutely could have stuck with that build all the way to 70. Mm-hmm. He's, he's just screwing around having fun, right. playing with these things. So someone who wasn't going to do raid content could absolutely DPS as a holy priest. Oh, yeah, absolutely. With this build and this particular gear set and this way of playing. There's so many different ways to play this game. As long as you get the job done, Yeah. who cares, cares how exactly you get it done, as long as you get it done. The problem is people get obsessed with... The right way. Yes. This is the optimal build. We have this whole little thing we threw out there when we started the show called You're Doing It Wrong. And we always love to hear from people who are doing it the non-normal way. Non-normal way. Getting it done. And making it work. Yeah. So, here's a finger in the eye to any people who hate on other people for playing the game differently and a big poke in the eye to... People who don't know how to play. Yes. Can't be bothered to learn to play. Exactly. All right. I got one last one. Bring it on. All right. Uh, this is from Mirela, 70 Priest, also known as Amalana, 70 Warlock, and Vespire, 70 Hunter. Hi, team, and I'll omit the real-life first name. I just wanted to write you a quick note to say hi to you all and thank you for a great show. I have been lucky enough to tune in to you today at work from about 12 noon here in Australia, which is why I'm reading this. <laughs> well, we have to we have to give the cheers. Right, well, let's wait until the okay. end. All right. 
I've run MGT a few times, but your master guides never go astray in pointing out things I miss while watching my group's health bars. Which is why we do them. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just have to say I'm loving all the new content, even though the fishing quests, even the fishing quests, which are encouraging me to finish leveling that profession, plus the goodie bag has some great stuff. Can I give a shout out to a great casually hardcore guild on Amon Thule Rad Team? We are exploring endgame comment content, but real life comes first. Shout out so given your faithful listener, Morela. Ready? I got one here. Oh yeah, here we go. Yes. Because we love Australians. Absolutely, damn it. Okay, from Overseer, level 70 Blood Elf Pally on Undermine. A favor from Gnomewise. A favor from an old cartoon nut. Could you go back to the voice you read Eyelight's postscript in and say, I'll get you, Gadget. Thank you, from Overseer, level 70 Blood Elf Pally on Undermine. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> what? How could I not? <laughs> I know, that's why I didn't say anything about it. All right, um, I think we've gone far enough over time. Yes, I believe we with have With everything, well. so we're going to do some quick shout-outs. Apologies to all the great emails that we got in the preceding week Just, and We wanted today. to give Manchester Terrace the, the royal treatment. Yes, and uh, we apologize. We read them all. We enjoyed them all immensely. Unfortunately, we weren't allowed to read everything on the air. I'm going to start with shout-outs because that's what I can do. This is from our buddy Fomerai, level 70 rogue, Ice Crown US, Black Powder Foundry Combat Rogue Extraordinaire. Salute. Salute. Uh, He actually sent me a wall of text (laughs) to us on uh, playing with your honey that I'll let We'll save that one for later. We didn't when we I do another show here. like I need that. My money yes. here. My honey yeah, here. when your honey's back, we'll we'll. But the uh, he wanted to give a shout out to ourselves and our guildies BPF. And since it is in my mind, give us give a shout out to Fippy Darkpaw with a gur bark bark gur for all the old EQ players that remember. Fippy Darkpaw says gur bark bark gur before he hands you your ass. I actually had a guildmate in guild chat. Uh, completely out of the blue, say, grr, and that was all he said, and I piped right back in with bark, bark, grr, and we both had a good laugh out of it, and he sent me a tell later that said, I knew you would get that, because you remember that. All so of we'll, you EQ players know what yes, we're talking about. Yes, when I saw Fom sent that, I had to read that. So, all right, go with a shout-out. Okay, here's a couple shout-outs. Hey, Gnome Gwen and Absent Io. I need to give a huge shout-out to and congratulations to my good friend Riotus, level 70 Night Elf Priest, and Mordecai, level 70 Drain Eye Pally, on their engagement. Best news I've heard in a while. Also, shout-out to Arabelle, level 70 human pally on Machmethal. Thanks for printing me off that story the other day. Oh, and stop jumping in the elevator already, man. You have way too much fun doing it when we're all crammed in there at lunchtime. Much love, Dila, newly 40 Drain Eye Mage, Carpet Sharks, and Rain, or Rianne, level 70 t- human tankadin, Ooh. Carpet Sharks. Happy dance. Happy dance. Hey, you need to come. You need... Rianne need to come and tank Magister's Terrace for us, because yes. apparently that's your place to shine. Yes, we do need you to do one? that. Uh, I do. Uh, this is from Telonius, level 64 Blood Elf Rogue Thunderhorn. Hey, Gnome Gwen and Absent Iolite, I'm a new listener, but I love this show. It's perfect to have playing in the background while grinding quests. I've heard that from a couple of people. I'm mm-hmm. glad that you guys like that. Shout out to my brother, Rudigar, who is making me listen to Casually Hardcore in the other room while I attempt to do hard <laughs> homework. Ha! That's a brother for ya. Thanks, you. Thanks, guys go. and girl. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much, and shout out so given. And here we go here. 
Grab your appliance and fight the alliance. Hi, Gnome Wise and Wife. I'm a big fan of your show, Valdorian, U.S. Chandris, and I haven't, uh, haven't recently been able to find time in my busy schedule to start listening to your show live. Do you and your wife make alts and level them together, or do you two play separately in the game? Like for personal time alone, like when you get wife aggro, when you do new in-game stuff without her and she finds out on the air Ooh. like that's ever happened to you, right? <laughs> You've been in the Magister's <laughs> test! Yeah. That's a new kind of wife aggro. New I can see how that would be worse. Yep. That would suck. And now I have a shout-out to all the Chandris server peeps who pwn Alliance royally. Grab your appliance and fight the Alliance. Um, generally try to level together. I actually deliberately, when Io got her warrior up past 60 and brought Gnomewise out of retirement to level alongside her, and when sh- her work pulled her away, um, dusted off my hunter and leveled him to have someone to play because I'd gotten bitten by the alt bug, but I didn't want to have Gnomewise leave Sephora in the yes. dust. So very deliberately leaving him in her level range so we can do that together. Um, it was also useful to use Skywise to do some power questing with Saf to get her level over the weekend. Um, so we don't really roll alts that often, um, but when we do, we tend to play together. Uh, that's just our particular dynamic, and I maintain other characters to play so as not to... Because uh, I generally play more, because I'm more addicted to the game than she is. Yes. And her... She's very, very dedicated uh, and immersed in her job, and tends to come home ready to go to sleep. Yes. Where I'm ready to put the boy in the bath, put the boy into cuddle time, and then put the boy to bed, and then go play for a couple hours. Because that's just how I roll. So, hope that answered your question in a rambling kind of a way. I believe we are ready to wrap it up for this evening. I believe so. Let's Apologies see. to everybody that we didn't get to. Yep. Thank you for all the fantastic emails. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, we were short by one very sultry voiced young lady who is off in Vegas having a much better time than I am. Working her ass off. Yes. Hopefully she's having a good time. May even be listening. We don't know. She could be. It could happen. Anyway. Anyway. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Casually Hardcore. Check us out on the web, www.wcradio.com. Listen to all the fine shows. Dig us on dig.com. Rate us in the iTunes. Send us your royalty-free music, and we will promote you like there's no tomorrow. Artists, come draw funny, amusing, interesting things yes. for us to put on mugs, beer steins, t-shirts, satchels, aprons. And just think about this. If you do, I'm sure you can use it in your portfolio. We wouldn't certainly wouldn't have a problem with that. Oh, hell yeah. Bring it on. Oh, yeah. So, again, uh, musical artists, please send your information to music at wcradio.com. Graphic artists, please send things to gnomewise. That's G-N-O-M-E-W-I-S-E at wcradio.com. That's to be a good night for me, Gnomewise. And I, Granora. See you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel, and all that jazz. Bye-bye,